Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushami Brachastaf Tzadi. We are starting Petas on Bays, the bottom line, with the words Horai Salvana, and in the villain source Sadaf, it's Samachayamud Aleph, about the 11th line, with those same words Horai Salvana. And today's office sponsor, Li'uli Nishmas, Maris Miram Sarabasim Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara continues Horai Salvana Bechidusha, someone that sees the moon at its renewal, at its renewed state, basically meaning at the beginning of the month, Aymer, he says, Baruch Machadish Chadashim, blessed is the one who renews the months. And this is what we call Kiddush Lavana. Now the Gemara asks on Heichan, up until when is the moon considered Bechidusha? Does he have the whole month, half the month, a little bit of the month? So Tzadiyam Rafa on top, the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Yaakov Ha'acha says, B'Shem Rabbi Yaisi, Ha'chatzi Hamate, until it looks like half of a Mate. And we know that a Mate is a stick or a staff, like the Mate of Maish Rabbeinu. And the reason why we're calling the moon that is because when you look at the top of a stick, so it's going to look like a circle when you're looking at the full stick. Says Rabbi Yaakov Ha'acha in the name of Rabbi Yaisi, you're only allowed to make a bracha on the moon until it looks like half of a stick, which means a quarter of the month. A different opinion, Rav Ach, Rav Chanina, Seib B'Shem Rabbi Yaisi, Ashit Esmael Pegimasa, until its pegima is made full. A pegima is something that it's lacking, which means when the lacking part of the moon is made whole, in other words, up until a full moon. And Rabban Kesar and Amrin, Rabban of Kesar, Yasei, Anahar Basayim, and that is when the moon's pegima becomes full. And Rabbi Yaisi, Rabban, Vyos, that's correct, the begim of the moon isn't filled until 14 days. That teaches us that a person has 14 days to say Kiddush Lavana. Now, another bracha that has these words, Mechadish Chadashem, but Tfilah, in Davening, talking about Moshe Farfesh Chadash, Rabbi Yesi Barnai Rai Amar, he says, What does a person say? Mechadish Yisrael, Mechadish Chadashem. That's the way the person ends off the middle bracha of Moshe Shmana Esrei on Rosh Chadash. He argues, What does a person say? Mechadish Yisrael, Varashi Chadashem. More halachas he says, a person on Rosh Chaydesh has to say, and this is what we say on Yantif, so on and so forth, and a person is supposed to say, on Rosh Chaydesh, according to Shmuel. Rav Amar Rav holds, a person has to mention the time, in other words, a person has to say, and Tanah Rav Shaya taught, it says in the Pasuk, this is a Pasuk by Sheshus Mebreshus, talking about the sun and the moon, and it means, and they shall serve as signs for the Yomim Taivim, and for days and for years. So when it says Mayadim, that refers to Pesach Shavuos and Sukkot, and when it says Yomim, that refers to Rosh Chaydash. So since the Pasuk is talking about both the Shalosh Regalim and Rosh Chaydash, we learn from here that we have to mention Mahasi Enu on Rosh Chaydash, just like we do on the Shalosh Regalim. And more about different brachas. The Gemara says, however, Ben Akvaris, someone who walks among Kvarim, he walks among graves. Ma'u Aimer, what does he say? Baruchat Hashem, Mechai Hamesim, one that brings about Chiyas Hamesim. Rabbi Hashem, Rabbi Yechonon, he tells us Baruch Neman B'dvarei U'Mechai Hamesim, one who's trusted in His word and is Mechai Hamesim. Another version, Rabbi Chiyas says B'Shem Rabbi Yechonon, a person that's walking through Beis Hakvara says Hayadeim Asparchem Hu Yair Eschem, He who knows how many you are, He shall waken you. Hu Yigalas Ha'afar Me'al Enechem, He should remove the dust or the dirt from your eyes. Baruchat Hashem Mechai Hamesim. And another version, Rabbi Lazar says B'Shem Rabbi Chanina, Asher Yatzar Eschem Adin who created you with Din, and sustained you with Din, and he removed you from the world with Din, he's going to end up bringing you back with Din, he who knows how many you are, he should take the dirt off of your eyes, this is in regards to Mesim of Yisrael, meaning we're talking about Yiddish Mesim, but if a person is passing a graveyard of dead Gayim, what does he say? Your mother is very ashamed, the one that gave birth to you is disgraced. And now talking about a rainbow, one who sees rainbow in a cloud, Aymer says, Blessed are you who remembered the bris. Now what type of bris are we talking about? So this is referring to the bris that Hashem made after the Mabel that is not going to destroy the world again. And a a rainbow, is a symbol of that bris. 
He says, Neman Bivrisa Vizaycha Habris, one who's trusted in his bris and who remembered his bris. Now, continuing to talk about rainbows, Rabchiske B'Shem Rabbi tells us, Kol Yamav Shor B'Shem Barichai, Loi Nirasa Keshes Ba'anon. All throughout Rabchiske B'Shem life, there was never a rainbow in the clouds. That means Rabchiske B'Shem merit was so great, Hashem never got angry enough, so to speak, that he wanted to destroy the world. Now, once we mention Rabchiske B'Shem we continue talking about him. Rabchiske says, B'Shem Rabbi Ken Hav Rabchiske B'Shem Oimer. This is what Rabchiske B'Shem said at a particular time, Bika Bika. Valley, valley, Hismali din Rezov, become filled with golden dinarim, Vahaisim Hismala, and filled with golden dinarim. This had to do with a story where one Rabbi Shimbar Echai's Talmidim went overseas, he became very wealthy, and he came back, and some of the other Talmidim were jealous of him. So Rabbi Shimbar Echai brought them to a valley, had it filled with golden dinarim, and said, You could take whatever you want. However, you should know that you're taking away from your Eilam Haba, so no one took anything. We continue. Chizki says, Rabbi Shimbar Echai, Ken Hav Rabbi Shimbar Echai, Eimer, this Rabbi Shimbar Echai said, Ani were Isi Haba, Muatenhain. I've seen the people of Eilam Haba, and they're very very few. In Tlasen Inun, if there's 30 people that could go to Ayum Haba, Ani Ubrim Hain. I and my son, Elazar, were among them. In Treninun, if there's only two of them, Anobri Inun, it's me and my son. Another member, Rabchiske says, B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya, Kach Hay Rabbi Shem Rabbi Yirmiya, this Rabbi Shem Rabbi said, Yikar of Avram min Gabay va'ad Gabay. B'shos Avram Ravinu, he could take on all the Avainas from the generations that were from him until me. Ba'anam Rakar of min Gabay va'ad Saif Kaldare, and I'm going to take on all the Avainas from the generations, from me, all the way till the end of all generations. Ve'inla, and if that's not enough, Yitzarf Achiyash Yilani Imi, so then let Achiyash Yilani, who's Navi, come along with me, then I'm going to take on the Avanias of the entire nation. Meaning, it's with our Schos and our Tfilas that we're able to intercede on behalf of Am Yisrael. Now, the Mishnah had said, Al Gasham and Val Basaris on rainfall and good news, a person says, Barchatai Vametev. Now, ask the Gemara, Vachima, Roll, Lismach Basaris Tevis Lagashamim. Why did the Chamim see fit to put together Basaris Tevis and Gashamim? What does one have to do with another? So the Gemara explains, Rebrecha says, Bashim Rablevi, Al Shem, it's because of the following Pasuk, Mayim Karam Al Nefesh Ayefa. Cold water on a tired person, Shmua Taiva Me'eretz Merchak, and a good piece of news from a faraway land. So you see rain and good news mentioned in the same Pasuk. Now the Gemara asks, How much rain has to actually fall that now a person is chayv to make the bracha of a Taiva Me'etiv? A tiny little drizzle? Does it have to be a thunderstorm? So In the beginning, meaning in the first rain of the season, it has to be enough for Revia. Revia literally means penetration, which means there has to be enough rain that the ground is soaked. And then a person makes a bracha. Ubasayf, and at the end of the rainy season, where the ground is already soaked, so how much rain has to fall for a person to be able to make a bracha? Enough just to make the surface of the ground wet. Because again, as we said, there's already a base wetness in the ground from all the rain that's previously fallen. A different opinion of Yanni Bar Yishmal says, B'Shem Rabshem ben Lakesh, but Chilo, in the beginning of the rainfall, K'day Revia, just like we said previously, Ubasayf, but at the end, K'day Sheti Shara Magufa, so that the Magufa, which is the top of a barrel, gets completely dissolved. The top of a barrel is made out of clay, and if you take clay and you soak in water, Water for a long enough time, it's just going to totally dissolve. Ask the Gemara of Yesh Magufa Nishrez, do we have such a thing that the top of a barrel is going to dissolve when placed in water? It's not just plain hard earthenware that if it's soaked for long enough, it's going to dissolve. It was actually fired up in a kiln and it was very hard. You could stick it in water for a year and a half straight, and nothing's going to happen to it. So Gemara says, no, it's Sadio and Beza on the top. We view it as if it was just a hard piece of earthenware that wasn't fired in a kiln. If it was soaked and dissolved in water, it would dissolve. So that's how much rain has to fall for us to be. 
be able to make the bracha at the end of the rainy season. And again, that's much less rain than in the beginning of the rainy season. Rabbi Yesi says, B'Shem Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, say B'Shem Shmuel, B'Tchila Kedai Revia. Again, in the beginning, it has to be Kedai Revia, enough to penetrate the ground. And at the end of the rainy season, even if it's just a tiny bit of rain, a person will make that bracha. Now, continue to talk about this bracha on rain. Rabbi Yesi says, B'Shem Rabbi Zeira, L'Hafsek Tainis Namra. This bracha that a person makes on rainfall is only in order to stop a tainus. We know that in Yisrael, by a certain point in time, if there wasn't enough rain, so then the Chacham decreed a series of fasts. So according to Rabbi Yisrael, the name of Rabbi Zeira, this whole Mishnah of making a bracha on rain is talking about in order to stop these fasts because there isn't enough rain. However, if there is enough rain, then we don't make a bracha on rainfall. More about this though, Rabbi Chizkiah, Rabbi Nachum, Rabbi Adabar Avimi, Havu Yasvin, they were sitting, and Amr Rabbi Nachum, Rabbi Adabar Avimi, Rabbi Nachum told Adabar Avimi, isn't it logical to say that we make a bracha on rain just because of the bracha that Hashem gave us rain, nothing to do with stopping a fast day? So Amr Leir, Vadabar Avimi told him, hey, and you're right, it seems logical. Now Amr Chizkiah told Vadabar Avimi, isn't it logical to say that we only make the bracha on rain in order to stop a fast day? So Amr Leir, Vadabar Avimi told him, and you're right. So Amr Leir, Chizkiah told Vadabar Avimi, Lama Amit Leir, Hain Hachin. Why did you say yes to him? Meaning, why do you tell Rav Nachum yes, and you're telling me yes also? You just contradicted yourself. Do we make a bracha on rain just because it's a big bracha that we have rain, or do we make a bracha on rain only in the situation when we're fasting because we don't have enough rain? So I'm related, Rav Baravimi told Rav Chizkiah, Rabbe. I was telling it to him in the sheet of his Rebbe. He holds like his Rebbe that we would make a bracha on rain even without a fast, and I was saying, according to your Rebbe, that's correct. But that's not what I hold. I agree with you, Rav Chizkiah. Now, I'm Rav Manu Rav Chizkiah, Rav told Rav Chizkiah, Rabbi, who's Rav Nachum's Rebbe? Amrle, he told him, Rabbi Zeira, Rabbi Zeira is Rav Nachum's Rebbe. So Amrle, Rav Manu told Rav Chizkiyah, Vanan Amrin, Rabbi Yasi B'Shem Rabbi Zeira. We said, Rabbi Yasi said the name Rabbi Zeira, Lahafsek Tainus Namra, that the reason why we say Bracha on Rain is in order to stop a fast day because we don't have enough rain, not that we're making a Bracha on Rain just because it's a big Bracha to have rain. So you see, the Rav Nachum was not expressing the view of his Rebbe. And we end up with this question without an answer. And continue to talk about the Bracha for Rain. Rabbi Hudabari Chaskul Amar, he says as follows, my father would say the following bracha over rain. May your name, our king, be made great, be made holy, and should be gebenched and it should be uplifted. For every single drop that you bring down for us. Because you withhold them from each other. What does it mean you withhold them from each other? It means you prevent the drops from combining forces and falling as one massive deluge of water. And then he would conclude the bracha with a pasuk, for he holds back droplets of water. Now, how do we know this word, yigara, means to hold back? Like it says in the Pasuk, and it shall be withheld from its value. We know that if a person sells their field, they're able to buy it back before Yaival, and based on how many years it was sold for, that's how much is going to be withheld from the final price. So if he sold it for $10, and there's 10 years until Yaival, and he has up until Yaival to redeem it, and he redeemed it after two years, so he would buy it back for $8, not for 10 And that's what the Pasuk is referring to, it shall be withheld from its value. So we see this word, vinigra means, to withhold. And continuing with this, Amr Avudan, he says as follows, it's not only that, Hashem brings rain down in the proper measure that's needed. Shnemar says in the Pasuk, and water he prepared with a measure. Meaning Hashem brings down the precise amount of rain that's needed for that place. Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov went to visit of Yudon Migdalayah. When he was there, rain began to fall. And he heard Rabbi Yudan saying the following, Alaf Alfin Ribe Rivan Anu 
thousand thousands and myriad of thanks we have to give to your name, our king. For every single drop of rain that you bring down for us, because you give good to those who are guilty, meaning rain falls for everyone, even for people that are over Avera. Now, Armelay, he said to Rav Yudan, Hadam in Allah, how do you know to say such a bracha? Armelay, Rav Yudan told him, Hachin have Rav Simon Kashamim. This is what Rav Simon would say when the rain would fall. Now, previously we had mentioned that when rain begins to fall in the beginning of the season, we're only going to make a bracha once it's Kedai Revia, once it's penetrated the ground. Now, how much is that? So the Gemara says, How much rain has to fall? Then now it's considered that it penetrated the ground that we can make the bracha. So the Gemara says, Has to penetrate the ground as deep as a plow of three tvachim does, which means it has to go three tvachim into the ground. Devar Amer, that's Amer's opinion. Rabbi Hudaimer, Rabbi Huda says, and this is the proper girsa, Bekasha tefach. If we're talking about hard ground, so the rain only has to go in a tefach. tfachayim. If the ground is average, it's not too hard or too soft, tfachayim. So it has to go in two tfachim. If it's with satiated ground, which means it's very wet land, shlesha tfachim, so then the rain has to go in three tfachim. And Tani, they taught in a bride, so Rabbi he says as follows, there's no tefach of rain that comes from above that the ground below doesn't bring up two tefachim of water to greet it. Which means that when it rains one tefach of water, two tefachim of water that are in the deep, meaning they're under the ground, they go up, so to speak, to greet this water which is coming from Shemayim. And my time, what's the source for this? The Pasuk says, The deep calls out to the deep to the sound of your tsinaris, of your water channels or of your water pipes. So you see that one deep calls out to the other as like these two waters Waters, one from above, one from below, are greeting each other. And the Gemara continues with something similar. For Amr Blavi, he says as follows, The upper waters are like their males, and the lower waters are like nekevas, they're like females. Now, what does that mean? So just like when the man is with the woman, so his zara goes into her, and that causes her to become pregnant and have a child, so it's like she's bearing fruit. So too, when the upper waters penetrate the ground, and now the ground bears fruit, so that's like a male and a female. And Matam, what's the source for that? So we have a Pasuk that talks about rain, and then the Pasuk says, Tiftach Eretz, the earth will open up. Kind of kevazah, it's like this female, she opens herself up for the male. V'yifru yesha, says the Pasuk, and it will bear fruit of salvation. Zupri revia, that refers to being fruitful and multiplying. Again, the same idea of having children. Utztakot hasmiach yachad, and stuck will sprout together, says the Pasuk. Zuyuritis geshamim, this has to do with rainfall. Kani Hashem barasiv, says the Pasuk, for I am Hashem who created this, referring to rainfall. Lakach barasiyah, this is the reason I created it. L'tikun el yeshuvah for the tikun and the Yishuv of the world. Now, just continuing a little bit more with this, Sadi Alpha and Alpha on the top, Rav Acha Tani Le B'Shem Rav Shem Ben Gamliel. Rav Acha taught this in the name of Rav Shem Ben Gamliel. V'lamanik Hashma Revia. Why is this rainfall called Revia? Shehi Revas Es Haaretz because it's Revas the ground. Now, Revia, as we had translated, means penetration. But this word is also used to describe a male and female being together, in particular when animals are mating. So, the question is, why is rainfall called Revia, and that has to do with mating? That's because Shehi Revas Es Haaretz because, in a way, it's mating with the earth. As we said, the rain is like the male, and the earth is like the female, and that produces fruits. Now, just something somewhat related, then we're going to conclude. Rav Chanina Bar Ika says, B'Shem Rabbi Huda, The roots of wheat stalks break through the soil, they break through the dirt, to a depth of 50 amas. And the roots of the palm tree are soft, and they break through rocks. They're soft roots, so they're able to find a tiny little hole in a rock, and they're able to take root in very hard ground. Now, Tani was taught in the rice, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elazar Aymer, Eina Aretz Shaisa Elof 
chisuma. The ground only drinks rain based off of its chisum, its closeness or its hardness, meaning if the soil is very hard, so the rain doesn't go so deeply into the ground. So the Gemara asks, Imkin, if that's really so, what do the roots of the carob tree do? They need to get rain, and the rain's not going to penetrate deeply enough for them to get enough water. And what about the roots of the sycamore tree? How do they get enough water? So Amram Khanina, he answers, once every 30 days, the waters of the deep rise up and water the tree. And Mahatama, what's the source for this? The Pazak says, I am Hashem who guards it. Every once in a while, I'll water it. And this every once in a while is once every 30 days. Now we're going to conclude with a little bit more about Hatayv HaMetev. Amr Abzair Abzair said, Tani Taman, they taught over there, If a person sees Zel coming into the world, Zel literally means cheap or inexpensive, which means if everything is inexpensive, or he sees plenty come into the world, or a river that provides sufficient water for an entire Medina, Amr, he says, Bar Now Amr Loy, let's say tell a person, Mace Aviv, that his father died, Amr, he says, Bar Chadayin O'emes, Mace Vahirishoy, but if his father died and now he's going to inherit his father, so Amr Bar Chadayin O'emes, he says, and this is because he's receiving good, he's getting the Yerusha, so he's going to say, We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.